this the start of price drops for the 4070? Bethesda thinks your PC sucks. I don't think the Switch 2 does after what I just heard. Holy crap. Buckle your hands for the Switch 2. They're buckled. Uh, great. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your bright host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast this Friday, August, September. Okay, hey, fact check you because I don't have yeah. my watch on. Well, it's not August. I'll tell you that much. It's August. Hey, well, you might think that it's in the future because price drops are allegedly happening for the RTX 4070, but currently only in one country. Reports are coming out that over in New Zealand, the price drop on the 4070 has it at the exact same price now mm. as the 7800 XT. Now it is only for the Galax version of the, the GPU. This is not everybody, but the prices are identical between the 4070 and the 7800 XT, which one of the things in the reviews that I watched was the 7800 XT is clearly the winner when there's a $100 price disparity. But when there's no price disparity, there's new parts of the conversation mm -hmm. that come into the fold on whether or not you want the feature set from NVIDIA, whether you want the better power efficiency that the 4070 offers. It creates a weird conversation. Now, the reason we're talking about this, even though this is only taking place in a country that has a population of about the same <laughs> as the city that we currently live in, <laughs> You know why it's happening though? New Zealand's so far ahead of us time-wise that they got the news first. It's the future, yes. <laughs> Typically, this type of stuff doesn't happen either without NVIDIA's permission or with uh, companies realizing, hey, we're not gonna sell any of these cards. So regardless of whether or not NVIDIA would penalize us for this, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna drop the price in order to make sure that we as a company are staying competitive, which is one of the reasons why EVGA mentioned that they got it out of the game entirely because NVIDIA makes it very hard mm -hmm. to compete in situations like this when AMD comes out and drops something that forces you to undercut your pricing, well, NVIDIA is not dropping pricing on the back end. You still have to pay as much as the manufacturer to get this out the door. You just lose margin. Yay. Every company wants that. Yes, yeah. but less money. Yeah. That's how we do business here at UFD Tech and how Todd Howard wants you to do business, the guy behind Bethesda and the, that space game everybody's Mr. enjoying Howard right now. Himself. Mr. Space Howard talking about, hey, we optimize Starfield for PC because somebody asked, why did you not do that? And then he said, uh, we did. It's running great. It's a next gen PC game. We really do push the technology. So you may need to upgrade your PC for this game, but it's got a lot of great stuff going on in it and the fans are responding awesome. Yeah, no, of course they will. Way to turn it around on all of that. I believe that it has next gen elements. Mm -hmm. I do not see why they couldn't optimize it to run on a 1080 Ti. Well, they got Skyrim working on fridges. They got, I, <laughs> the Series S can run this game. So I think lower end PCs can, Bethesda, not the greatest at optimization. I feel like that was that was a real deflection. There's nothing visually that I've seen in Starfield that for me goes justify, oh, hey, maybe I should upgrade my PC. Besides, frame rate low, me don't like that. But running it on a 4090, yeah. I'm not like, this looks better than if I was running it on a 4060. It's because they have to generate all the, the film grain. Oh, that, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's because they decided to not have any saturation in the game whatsoever. Uh -huh. It's much harder to run. And we're going to saturate you with some deals right now. Ready? Yeah. Get moist. It's getting critical over here. Yeah. They're saturated. Get yeah. It, like with with liquids. And hey, deals. Welcome back, everyone. And today we're starting off with the Elgato HD60X external capture card. I have one of these personally. I love it. You can do variable refresh rate. Why do you have a capture card in your purse? 
because uh, that's where I keep them. Okay. Yeah. You can pick one up for only $149.99, which makes it $30 off. Honestly, my favorite capture card out at the moment. Did you hear that Aver Media launched one that had VR support oh. as well? No, it's also external. But then next we have the Corsair 5000D Tempered Glass Mid-Tower ATX PC case Big boy. in white. Huge boy. It's huge. Which you can pick up for only $99.99, making it $75 off for honestly probably one of the biggest cases we've had here in the office Perfect. in a while. Perfect. And then lastly, we have something that's a big personal favorite of mine. It's the Sennheiser HT560S. If you're looking to dive into the nice headphone world, and starting with your first pair of open back headphones, I can highly recommend this at $141.99 makes it an unbelievable price for this headset. 87 bones off, wow. These become the new mid-range headphones for a good reason. I fully recommend them. Hmm. I hope you're saturated because now it's time to dry off everybody. Well, I'm moist. You should dry out. That's what I'm doing. Okay. You know a phrase doesn't go with deals typically very often? Apple. Oh, yeah. Or especially budget, but reports are coming out from DigiTimes Asia talking about how Apple is looking to potentially compete with Chromebooks at the price points, with them realizing that they actually can't do that with their laptop setup. The Chromebooks are mm -hmm. too cheap and the iPads too expensive and also don't have everything that a, a school child would potentially need. And so there are reports that they are looking to compete with Chromebooks at a all new lower tier MacBook lineup that's below the MacBook Air level, potentially calling it the MacBook again. I was about Remember to say, how that used to exist? I was about to say, when are they bringing back just the MacBook line? That could potentially be it. The Chrome MacBooks is what we're getting. Cheaper materials for the laptop's metal outer shell, cheaper mechanical components. Second half of 2024, next year is when we're allegedly supposed to be getting it. It, it would be interesting because we're supposed to get M3 this year. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you get those in the flavors of regular Pro, Max, and Ultra. But what if next generation with the M4, they have an M4 Lite and they optimize for power efficiency, all of that kind of stuff, huge battery life. Because one of the issues, like my kids use Chromebooks for their school, they have to charge those every day. Mm -hmm. What what happens if you get Apple's battery life consistency? And it's like, yeah, it can last 48 hours. <laughs> Just if your kid forgets to plug it in, they're gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? No. Throw all the old A-series chips in these. They're not efficient enough. They will be once I'm done with them. Okay, Reese is threatening and Hilton is threatening to make good on the promise of giving chargers, Tesla chargers, 20,000 of them did being they added to Tesla holes. 20,000 being added to Tesla hotels. No, they did it. They had a deal for 200 locations. Now it's going to be 2,000 locations, especially with all of the electric car companies now adopting the NACS or Tesla plug as the standard. Makes them sense. doing this makes it way easier for people to go on road trips, stay at Hilton Hotels. I, I'm surprised it took this long for it to happen. Yeah. Also, I don't have an article for it, but Honda announced that they're going to be supporting Tesla chargers, which is great because we don't have any electric Hondas in America. They have the Honda E, which I know Kyler really wants, but that's only over in Europe on these bad boys. I kind of like that. I also kind of like it. It's a cute little, little two door. Look at those side view <laughs> mirror. <laughs> I think it's because those are cameras that oh, you couldn't sell snap. those in the US. But just like Hilton, and Tesla are partnering up. Nintendo is partnering up with 
NVIDIA. Again. Yay. So we got reports coming out that this was being rumored a little all over the place that Nintendo showed off the Switch 2 at Gamescom. It's yeah. been kind of flying under the radar. I've been radar. hearing that for the last Been seeing bit. it on Twitter, but now Eurogamer has come out and confirmed with several different sources that they actually really did this. Ooh. And they did it by showcasing the Matrix Unreal Engine 5 demo which is very difficult to run. Yeah. And according to reports, they achieved very stable frame rate by utilizing DLSS. I remember trying to run that on my PS5 and the fans were going nutty. Yes. So this is a really intriguing setup because now Nintendo is going to be utilizing NVIDIA's hardware as opposed to AMD's hardware, which uh, operates in a different sphere. But the current Switch is on Maxwell technology. Yeah. So GTX 900 series. This is very, that, very old I, tech. I forgot it was that old. Yes. The Holy Maxwell is, is like very early on. But one of the weird things is that the Switch One uses a Tegra chip, which N N Nvidia doesn't really make those anymore on the consumer level yeah. as far as like having the brand new technology in it. So this opens up a conversation around what is Nvidia baking together for Nintendo specifically, because that's what it's gonna have to be, a specifically crafted APU, because they don't have this lineup anymore. I feel like they've had such a good partnership with Nintendo, with the Tegra lineup that they've been using and selling in the Switch, which probably like the behind the scenes profits are like wild. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm not sure, but what I am sure of is that this could actually be a powerhouse with the right moves. So one of the things that AMD has been developing is their APU technology. We see the Z1 Extreme and the ROG Ally can do 8.6 teraflops of performance at its highest TDP yeah. of 35 watts. So you can run that in a handheld. Battery life isn't great. But if you compare that to something like the PS5 and the Series X, it's getting like within striking distance it's of close. those two and double what the Series S can do. If you could put something like Series S hardware where it's four to six teraflops, that way you're still getting good battery life, especially with Nvidia using DLSS for power efficiency yeah. reasons, which is something that they've been doing in laptops. This could, if you got like a 4050 equivalent that has been tailor-made for Nintendo. Running at around 15 to 20 watts? 15 to 20 watts in handheld. What I would love to see, which is a crapshoot of what whether it would ever happen, but 15 to 20 watts in handheld mode allows you to get 720p 60 very easily. 1080 60 could even be a possibility for some games, but then when you dock it, it can uncork that processor and get it 35, maybe even up to 50 watts with some more active cooling baked into the dock. On the back. Yep. I think they could do something like that. It remains to be seen whether or not they would do something like that. I can't obviously speculate, and if I talk about Nintendo anymore, they're gonna copy strike our channel. Again. So let me know what you think of the Nintendo Switch 2, the potential for a new NVIDIA APU that could mm -hmm. be dropping. I would like to see that. It actually probably would have been a little bit easier to make this had they acquired ARM, because yeah. there has to be ARM CPUs in the, the next gen Switch. And now we're gonna switch to comment response. Yeah. Hey. Crackling Eye says, honestly, if AMD had just not put the XT on the end of the 700, 
this launch would have been quite reasonable. I agree. The fact that they called it the 7800 XT and it's the exact same price point that the current 6800 XT came in at, mm -hmm. just, it confuses things and convolutes them. It would have felt like it hit harder then. Yeah. I also think um, after reading through all the comments, like a lot of these at the beginning are gonna be about the new AMD GPUs. But I think one of the things that people are missing, um, at least in the conversations I'm seeing, is that the 6800 XT launched three years ago and we got no better performance at the same class. Yeah. In three years, we are stagnated. Yes, the price did drop, but here's the thing, the price already dropped. We already saw that happen. And, and I will say that just because the 6800 XT launched at 650, doesn't mean it was selling at that for the vast majority of its lifespan. It was selling for way higher because of the whole mining craze that was mm -hmm. going on in 2021 in the earlier parts of 2022. I can't believe it's been that long already. Being, yeah, being three years post-launch, additionally, with stock shortage is and all of that, I feel like we have gone nowhere. And I, I saw so many comments that were just like, they dropped the price by $150. No, they already did. They already did on the 6800 XT. The market, as it stood when the 7800 XT came out, changed absolutely none. Nvidia doesn't tend to drop prices as their GPUs get older. AMD does. And so AMD showed, hey, this is about what this card should have been worth when it came out. And now we're in a situation where, now that it is what it was worth, we got nothing better on the next generation. That's my issue. What if they just never dropped the price of the old ones and then flew in with these new ones and be like, whoa. There would be a better contextual argument for it, but it's still the same problem of the overall system is bad. The whole market is just frustrating. JQ Wright saying, if the 7700 XT hits around 400 bucks by the holiday season, that right there will be the real deal. I agree. That's one yeah. of the things that I'm excited for with the 7700 XT. I think it makes no sense at 450, but there will be sales coming quickly. At least that is what I'm hoping. Darren's saying, thing is guys, the 6000 series are monolithic chips. The 7000 series use chiplets. The 7000 is the first gen of chiplet based GPUs and that's a revolutionary design. So it's the one that will have teething issues. I also believe that future drivers will get more out of the GPUs like AMD has done before. I still intend to get one. That just explains why there's the issues of pricing and power draw and everything that we're seeing. That doesn't make it better. That just, yes, okay, great. It's it's a chiplet-based setup. That's actually supposed to make it cheaper because they have greater yields. It's differently the same. Yes. Additionally, buying things now for hoping future is just a, it's bad for you as a consumer. That's because why I invest in grapes. Did you have like a master class with Kyler and yeah. had to have bad responses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buying now on future promises tells companies that they can get your money for not delivering. I don't like that precedent. They are, you already bought the GPU. Mm -hmm. So whether or not they deliver on the driver updates, they already Oopsies. got their money. Daryl saying AMD is like the quiet kid in school who knows exactly how to get away with causing trouble, but goes <laughs> under the radar. I like that. I agree with that one. Kling saying the difference is that when Nvidia does it, they raise prices. When AMD does it, they do not. I will agree with you that you're right on the GPU side, but what we saw on the CPU market tells me that AMD wouldn't hesitate to raise prices if they had the dominant mind share. As soon as the Ryzen 7000 series came out, 
they jacked the prices up because they were like, what's Intel gonna do? We have the chips that everybody's gonna buy. A Ryzen 5, 300 bucks. The switch over was this, too, too heavy though. Yeah, they, they will absolutely charge more. They are still just the underdog on the GPU side. And so AMD would do it. I, like that's them behaving poorly now is showing us what will happen if somehow they beat Nvidia finally. Yeezy Napkin says, the only debate <laughs> for me is, should I wait till Cyber Monday before buying anything? I have a 7800X3D with a 970. That's a little unbalanced. I would say wait. I personally- If you can, if you're okay with how things are going right now- If you your can... 970 hasn't exploded like mine did, and you, you can wait two more months with your 970. I personally would be waiting for these holiday deals. AMD uh, has shown willingness to drop their price. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't trust that NVIDIA is going to drop their prices, but getting a 7700 XT for 400 bones, I think is a possibility. Helix saying, I think the naming for AMD's GPU should have been like this. The 7900 XTX should have been the 7900 XT. The 7900 XT should have been the 78. 78 should have been 77. 77 should have been 76. And the 70 RX 7600 should have been the 7500 XT. Makes more sense to me and is less confusing. I agree. But then you know what it does? It makes it so that they can't charge those prices. Oh, yeah. You, you, you can't charge $899 for the 7800 XT, which is what would have effectively happened with mm -hmm. that launching. And then the 7700 XT being $499, that's a price increase. So you can't do that. You have to move your names. So it doesn't look like you're raising prices. Tony D said, Hagrid comment had me rolling. <laughs> Reese is a cuddly, sweet piece of tech comfort food, and his accent is adorable. Get this man married to an American so he can stay. Tech comfort food. I love it. Mm. Your accent is adorable. Doug Temple saying Cyberspoon sounds like a platonic VR girl game. Ah! Uh, and then JQ Wright leaving us off with, great, now I'll be thinking about Dealmaster Cyberspooning all day. I'm being serious, that's really great. You're welcome. It's great that you watched us here with Hot News. We'll be back next week for more. Oh yeah, it's next week. Well, oh, is that when you're leaving? Yeah. Perfect.